0: EFTM.
1: Take
2: care of lifestyle. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Great to have your company. Uh, great to be back from Korea. Hope you uh, enjoyed the calls from last week. We've got more calls this week. And I also am going to take a tangent here and we're going to go. Here's how I justify. <laughs> I like having to justify the things I do, even though I don't have to justify it to anyone. Um, uh, EFTM is tech cars and lifestyle. And our audience is primarily men. On pretty much every platform, although on a podcast, I will admit there is no data to this. But on social media, on every platform, on every account I have, EFTM or Trevor Long, my audience is 70% men or more. So it is what it is. Anyway, Um, We're going to talk health with a TikToker who has had my attention for some time and is going through a very tough journey. And I want to share the journey. I want to talk about social media and I want to raise awareness. And I'm I'm not begging you, but I'm asking if you've got a little bit of money, I'd love you to donate to my guest later today because I think it's a nice thing to do and any support we can give is appreciated, I'm sure. But that's a side angle to the whole thing. But we'll talk about that a little later. We're going to get your calls. We're going to get through the show and we're going to have a great day here on the EFTM podcast. Taking your calls, uh, Trevor Long. Happy to help if you've got a tech question. Anything you want to know, just go to EFTM.com. Tony's on the line. G'day, Tony. Morning, Trevor. How are you, mate? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you?
3: Mate, I'm just inquiring about the Samsung GPS tags uh, as opposed to the the Apple Air tags.
2: You, uh, you're a Samsung so, user, not an Apple user, obviously?
3: I'm a Samsung
2: user. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah,
3: doing a bit of or about to do a bit of travelling, and yep. I've got I've got an iPad Mini and a Samsung phone, so I'm just wondering which way's the best to go.
2: Well, look, the first thing is I've not tested the the Samsung tag because they're not available in Australia officially. I'm sure there's somewhere that sells them, grey import, whatever. Um, but they call them the Smart Tag Plus, I think is what they call it. Um, basically, it it works in very much the the same way as the Apple one does. However. The really simple thing about the Apple AirTag is the size of the search party, which is how I describe the network. So the Find My network, which is all the devices that help locate your things with Apple, is everything from an, uh, a MacBook to an iPad to a phone. Anything that walks past or travels past, or your thing travels past, you know, sends off things that ping back to the cloud to your, so you know where it is. The Samsung That's a network, much wider network, much wider network. The Samsung network will be good but my my bet is it's a much smaller number of devices physically within the samsung range and therefore much smaller uh, active users out there um yeah i I, I, the one of the things i read once was if you assumed that samsung had 70 million um devices in their search party apple probably has hundreds of millions yeah so makes sense. you are you are certainly more likely to find your thing with the Apple AirTag. So, we, given you've got a, an Apple device, it's a no-brainer for me for you to get AirTags. Um, and
3: they will run off an iPad, like an iPad will still do the same thing.
2: I haven't set one up with an iPad, but I have no reason. I mean, I'm just gonna. I've, I've got an iPad right in front of me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna open it up, and I'm gonna launch the Find My app, which is pre-installed uh, allow, allow, I've just started a new iPad. So, you know, good times. Um, and yeah, it allows you to, to do everything with, with the items that you normally would. So yeah, I, mate, here's the thing. Buy one, buy a single unit instead of the pack of four to start with, get it to set up on the iPad, put it in your backpack or something you carry around with you and understand how it works. And then if you like it and it works, buy a pack of four, put them in all your bags uh, off and running. And the thing is, the thing. My my favorite item that I have that isn't a physical Apple AirTag is um is it's Chipolo or Chipoli. It's not it's not the American uh, restaurant. It's it's Chipolo. They have they have a thing called the. uh, I'm gonna say it's the Spot. It's a Spot card. So it's the size of a credit card. Um, it it works on the Apple Find My network, and that's the critical thing. There's two of these things. One of them is just Chipolo's network. The other one is the Find My one. You'll know it because it costs more, obviously. Yep. Um, And you put this in your passport wallet. You put it in your physical wallet, like you don't have to have a bulky Apple AirTag. So yeah, mate, it's it's okay. a cracker. It's called the Chipolo Card Spot. It's sixty bucks at JB Hi-Fi. Oh, well, that's easy. Get one. Sounds good. Sounds All right, like buddy. a where, where are you travelling to? Uh, over to Europe. Nice. How long are you away for? Mediterranean. Uh, Just over a month. Mediterranean for just over a month. Life's tough, Tony. Enjoy, mate. (laughs) will do, (laughs) Trev. Good on you, mate. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. No worries. Thanks a lot for that, mate. Cheers, mate. Anytime. Um, A month and a half in Europe. Okay, sure. If you want me to. Um, I know people think that it's glamorous when I do all the travel and stuff, but, you know, we're on the ground. Like, let's just take last week in Korea, for example. Uh, We left on Sunday night. We landed on Monday night because we had to go via Hong Kong with an eight-hour layover. Um, We had events all day Tuesday. Um, We had a day off, in inverted commas, on Wednesday in which I needed to write all the Samsung articles because that's what I was there for. And then on um, Wednesday night was the... Unpacked event. Then on Thursday morning, I had the Today Show, Sky News, and a bunch of other things until essentially 11 o'clock. And then we were getting in a car to go to the airport at four o'clock. It's not quite the same as a month and a half in the med. Enjoy, Tony. Good man. You're listening to the EFTN podcast. EFTN. Here to help if you've got a tech question, Grant's on the line. G'day, Grant. Yeah, day, Trevor. Thanks for calling me. That's um, right, mate. What Trevor, can I do look, for
1: you? Um, we're a couple of uh, people in our 70s and we don't really have a laptop or mm. whatever you call. Um, we want to buy a laptop. We also want to get a printer to go with it. Mm. But we don't want to spend a million dollars because we don't exactly use it all the time. So yeah. could you suggest something for me? What What are
2: you going to use it for? Like if you haven't got one now, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking yeah. you need it for?
1: Well, basically, we, you know, look up a few things, trips and this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty basic stuff overall, and we don't do any banking or anything on it, mm-hmm. nothing like that. So, it's just pretty, and we're not tech savvy, so we want something that's fairly easy to for us to operate, but it's just for looking up stuff mostly.
2: Have you got Wi-Fi at um, home?
1: Yeah, we have, yeah.
2: Um, so, here's the thing. I don't think you should buy a laptop. Yep. Okay, you don't oh, think so? I think you should buy an iPad or a tablet. What sort of, phone, what sort of yeah, smartphone okay. do you have?
1: What sort of what? What Sorry.
2: sort of phone do you have? What sort of smartphone do you have? Uh,
1: I've got a,
2: um, an 11. An iPhone
1: 11? Oh, iPhone, yeah, iPhone 11, yeah. yeah.
2: So basically, even the most basic iPad, um, well, let's talk about the, I, I'm going to call it early range because it's not the cheapest, but it's probably the one I'd recommend. It's uh, the, the standard iPad, 10th generation, is $749. Which is okay, yeah. probably the same price as the cheapest laptop I would ever want you to buy, um, right? But the cheapest laptop I'd ever want you to buy wouldn't be what I'd recommend. I'd probably be wanting you to spend twelve to thirteen hundred dollars on a laptop if you were going to buy a laptop, right? So, okay, sure. With, with the yep. iPad, you only need Wi-Fi, so that's seven hundred and forty-nine dollars. Um, okay. Then and then you what what you could do, and I would highly recommend, given your circumstance, is I would get a keyboard. Now the Apple keyboard is like four hundred bucks, but you go to JB Hi-Fi, they'll sell you a Logitech or some other brand of keyboard for far less than that. Basically, what I'm saying okay. is, for a thousand bucks or just less, I want. I think you can yep. have an iPad and a keyboard that goes with it. And what Fine. that means is, mate, it, you know how to use it because it's the same as an iPad. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful, yeah, yeah. vibrant colors, a beautiful screen. It's you know, it's fantastic for looking up anything. And when you do terrific. let's yep. say you look up a bloody trip, mate, take it with you. And it's it's less, oh, it's a killer. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, a killer. Exactly. You can still browse Facebook and keep in touch with the kids or the grandkids or whoever it is you keep in touch with, right? And then proofing yeah, no, the, yeah. and the great thing is that'll connect to your Wi-Fi at home, no problems at all, right? Yep. Then okay. pretty much any of the, the big brand printers. Um yep. as long as and, and the, the key thing to look for on a printer these days is airprint or wireless print, and, you know, definitely want you to to talk to the – buy them both at the same retailer, so you're absolutely sure of this, but most of the Epson and HP modern printers are going to have what we call wireless printing, and it is amazing, amazing. Once it's set up, and look – consider yourself stuck with an hour of frustration trying to set the printer up, but it won't be that bad. But honestly, typing in the Wi-Fi password on a tiny little screen, that's the worst thing that happens on setting up a printer. But once it's set yep. up, on any page, on any document, on anything you're doing on your iPad, you press the little share button, you know, on your phone, the little square with the arrow coming yeah, out yeah. of it. You press the little share yeah. button and the the print is an option. In fact, you'll have it now on oh, your iPhone. Okay. You'll have it now on your iPhone, but right. when you hit print, there'll be nothing there. There's no printer. Okay. But once you've got a right. wireless printer at home, you just print to the printer from your phone, from your iPad, oh, from terrific. anything. Yeah, and so, mate, yeah. so much easier. I would say to you okay. probably budget 200 bucks for, for a printer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. you, you don't need – so there's two types of printers. There's printers like you've, you would know it from the past which have cartridges in them ink cartridges, and then there's what we call tank printers, ink tank. They, uh, yep. They're like $400 to buy, but yep. y- you, mate, you won't put ink in that for two or three years. So oh, okay. there's there's, also, so there's basically no ongoing costs until you've printed thousands of pages. But I no, don't that know works, that yeah. you need to spend that up front because you're probably not going to print enough anyway. So a couple hundred bucks yeah. on a printer, you just need something simple that's speedy and sure. wireless. Buy a Canon, Terrific. an Epson or a HP, one of those three, and make sure yeah. it has wireless printing. Preferably you want to wireless. see on the box, you want to see the Apple AirPrint or Apple iPhone logo. So that there's there's yep. a genuine compatibility built in. And okay, mate, uh, true, reckon, just one more question. Yeah, go on. Yeah,
1: sorry. Um, what was the brand of the uh, for 749? You said that's an Apple iPad. The um, oh, Apple iPad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No worries. Terrific. Yeah, there Damn. is
2: there is one iPad that's cheaper than that. It's about five forty nine, but it's it's yep. essentially a year old already, or a year two years old already. So. I want this oh, one. right, okay. This tenth this generation iPad at seven forty nine. Launched, uh, yep. I'm going to say end of last year. That thing okay. will last you. How old did you say you were? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's going to last me in my life. It's going <laughs> to, I, I, mate. No, no it, it'll last you longer than any any laptop would. That's that's my yeah no. That's my my yeah. pledge to you. And it'll be easy. No, to that's terrific. All right, right. Greg.
1: no, that's fantastic. Good it's luck. A great help. Enjoy. Great. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks very much. And we love
2: your show too on oh, 6PR. Good on you, mate. Thanks for listening. Good
1: on you. Yep. Cheers. Cheers, Bye-bye.
2: Mate. Good on you. What a champ. Um, I, I've I've said that a lot to people who think they just need a laptop in the home. What? Why? Why? Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a great solution. And, again, I recommend an iPad because he's got an iPhone. If he had an Android or a Samsung or anything else, I would have said, mate, the new Galaxy Tab S9 or there's Lenovo tabs, there's Oppo, there's a lot of options, but they've got an iPhone. So sending photos from one device, all going to be so much easier with an iPad. Thanks for your emails during the week and while I've been away, EFTM.com, if you've got a tech question, go to the website EFTM.com, click Ask Trev. Richard did that. G'day, Richard.
4: G'day, Trev. How are you going?
2: Good, mate. What can I do for you?
4: Hopefully, you can help me out with some friends. They're going to do the big uh, roam around the nice parts of Australia where there's sort of all that kind of stuff. I'm envious for them. Um, And they're looking at a couple of options in regards to watching mainly the telly. Um, But then I thought of um, Starlink and um, and utilising Starlink. But can they use their Wi-Fi calling features on their phones through Starlink as well?
2: You know what? Absolutely you can. And it's it's isn't that a ah, – I've never thought awesome. of it. But but you could be in the middle of the Kimberleys, I'm assuming, where there's no mobile service. And mm-hmm. assuming uh, – and let's be clear to people, you've got to have set up Wi-Fi calling essentially at home or in a mobile network area so that it kind of triggers on the network first. But you do that when you're at home. And then when you travel in yep. the middle of nowhere, um, like my mum's pub for years didn't have any – and still doesn't have Vodafone coverage. So when I'm there, I'm on Wi-Fi and my phone rings, no problems at all because I don't know. I don't know how it works, mate. <laughs> but does, it
4: does it matter?
2: It just matters, right? My phone tells Vodafone works, yeah. that it's available and calls come through. And and so what will happen is your your mates, they'll, they'll set up the van – I'm assuming for a few days in the, this beautiful, picturesque yep. location, they'll put the dish oh, yeah, the dish yeah. on the roof. It'll configure itself. It'll get internet. They'll be streaming Netflix, watching the football on the on ko. Yeah, you know, they'll be doing everything. Yep. And then their mobile yeah. phones will show no signal. In fact, it'll probably show if it's an iPhone. It'll show that satellite signal that you know emergency SOS. But then it'll show right. Wi-Fi. And then if someone rings or they ring out. It'll work. Now, I think, normal. I think the big three carriers also support SMSs via um, Wi-Fi, um, but don't right. rely yep. on that. I would always oh. advise that you switch pretty much entirely to messaging via something like WhatsApp because then yep. even if this Wi-Fi calling doesn't come off, mate, you just make a phone call on WhatsApp, right? So – Yep. Bingo. You, yeah. You're kind of covered, but Bingo, in theory, covered everywhere. Wi-Fi mm-hmm. calling allows you to use your mobile phone anywhere that you've got internet and your friends will have internet everywhere because Starlink works everywhere as long as they've got line it's of sight everywhere. to the to the sky. So, it's a remarkable.
4: Yeah. So just leading off track just slightly. So that yep. would mean if we go overseas, for instance, because my partner and I are looking at going overseas, yep. would we be able to do the same in public Wi-Fi areas? <laughs> hmm. Would the phone – the? can we get the phone not to hook up to a another service out there but just hook up to Wi-Fi calling, for instance? Or is that too difficult?
2: I have never tried. So let's think about it. So what you would do is you would turn off mobile data on your phone. Yep. So before you get on the plane, yep. turn off mobile data. And I right. would turn off – see, that's the thing. If you turn off roaming, um, does it – Prevent Wi-Fi calling. You know what? I would I would turn off data roaming. The da- I would turn off yep. data roaming. I would turn off mobile data. And yep. when you land, essentially your phone thinks it's got no network, and so you leave. But you leap, So you're not in airplane mode. You just turn off roaming and mobile data, and you turn Wi-Fi on. And in theory, it still works. That should work. In theory, right. but I mean, I've never tested that. I've never heard of anyone oh, doing that's it. Right. Yeah. Um, yep, again, of left field, that again <laughs> mate, I just think that like when we when I'm overseas, I don't think my family even think about the fact that I do or don't have uh, network access because they're just messaging me like I'm in the next room or down the road at the office. You know, even when I'm yeah. on a plane, yeah. they're messaging me like I absolutely should reply. I mean, it's just accepted yep. now because <laughs> we've got Wi-Fi everywhere, but we use WhatsApp. Yeah. So, yep, I just think yeah. WhatsApp is your best solution to communicating. Uh, wherever you are because it works as long as you've got any form of internet. A
4: bit like Messenger too, I guess. Yeah, WhatsApp, Messenger. Spot on, yeah. Whatever platform works for
2: you and your family and friends.
4: Yeah, awesome. That is very good. I'll give them the exciting news. Good stuff.
2: All right, mate. Have a good one.
4: Thanks, Trevor. You have a great one. Cheers, mate.
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. If you've done it, uh, if you've roamed, been overseas and used Wi-Fi calling without roaming, I don't know. I feel like logically it should work, right? But maybe it won't because they want you to roam. (laughs) Conspiracies. Um, Let me know. Let me know if you've had that experience. I'd love to hear from you. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Now, we've talked about a lot of different things here. And I know that when I take a weird break from taking talkback calls from people about their tech questions – Sometimes we're talking electric cars, sometimes we're talking charity, whatever it might be. But I, I've i been following the journey of a, a social media star uh, for the last, I don't know, six, 12 months or so. And um, I've wanted to have a chat with him for most of that time. And, and I'm really appreciative that we're going to have that chat today. But before I do that, I want to play you the first video that my next guest posted on TikTok, which... I'm, I'm, he'll, he'll tell me, but I'm suggesting started a, a very strange journey for him in parallel to a very serious journey for him. So this is Jake Usher or Crush Bag on, uh, on TikTok.
5: My name's Crush. I'm 31. And about five weeks ago, I was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. I guess the purpose of this and future videos will be to document my journey through symptoms, diagnosis, treatment, which will be multiple surgeries and chemotherapy, Uh, touch on how I'm feeling, uh, support groups, friends, family, carers, doctors, nurses. I'm also more than happy to answer any questions. So if you've got something that's cancer related or for me specifically, maybe you've got a family member who's going through cancer and you've got a question that you don't specifically want to ask them, sometimes it can be hard to find the words. Um, Hit me up. The more interactions I get, the more I'm going to post. I appreciate all the messages of support. So come along for the ride and let's get this done. Jake, My joined, Crush.
2: Jake joins me on the line right now. Uh, can I call you Crush? Yeah, mate. Yeah, go for it. Mate, <laughs> you posted that, I'm going to say, it was the 10th of October 2022. So we're, we're coming on to a, a year. Um, did, yep. did you – I mean, just isn't it weird listening back to that where you say, oh, you know, if I get a bit of engagement. Or, did you have any idea <laughs> – <laughs> how, big, how big a platform this would be for you?
5: Not at all, not at all. Uh, like that's a bit of a flashback. I haven't uh, listened to that video for quite a long time now. But mm. uh, yeah, I, originally I just sort of started it um, more so for my friends and family because uh, fortunately it's, it's since diagnosis I've had quite a lot of friends and family contacting me and wanting updates and all that sort of stuff. So that was really my main goal is just mm. to – do one video a you know a week or a fortnight with a few updates and um, you know just for friends and family, so I wasn't having to copy and paste the same text message to to everyone. Um, and yeah, it it basically it, it's it's taken off much better than I expected, and um, yeah, definitely getting a little bit of a following and a bit of a community started. So um, yeah, no, it's been it's been. Um, yeah, really
2: good. It's it's quite <laughs> remarkable to me. And before, but I want to talk about your diagnosis, the journey, and and the learnings for yep. for men and, and and everyone listening. But let's just talk about the social media side of it first, because I I often think the way social media is reported, um, you know, obviously there's some rubbish on TikTok. Um, and some, some of us <laughs> yeah. love that. Some of us love scrolling through the rubbish. But then, but then, the, scroll laxing. The, the, then the algorithm <laughs> presents us with something. And I don't, I don't know whether you've got, you know, 13 odd thousand followers right now. And I don't know whether you had 300 or 3,000 when I, when I first came across it. But do you, do, do you appreciate the, the power of social media more than ever because of how it's been able to build a community for you?
5: Oh definitely I think um like prior to my diagnosis and stuff I was you know on social media and didn't post a lot more so I just sort of looking at you know other people's videos and you know spending a fair bit of time on TikTok that I probably should be sleeping and that sort of stuff but um yeah it's just really like, I'll be honest, before I sort of started it, I had some concerns and stuff. Like I, you know, social media can be a little bit of a dark place sometimes. And, yep. you know, when you're going through something, obviously like a, like a cancer diagnosis, you, you're sort of on edge about, you know, come like trolls and all that sort yep. of stuff. And and for me personally, like I thought, you know, I can deal with that. You know, it's not too hard for me to block a comment or, you know, delete mm-hmm. a comment and block a person or something like that. Have you but had It was to? more so... Uh, not too much, not, not, not a lot at all, really. Yeah, like right. maybe like one, probably less than 1% I would have thought. Um, most, most of it's completely 100% supportive and, um, wishing, wishing me well, but I was sort of more concerned about my family reading the comments and all that sort of stuff, you yeah. know, cause you, you know, it's quite easy to post a, you know, a, a bad comment sort of thing. But, mm. um, yeah, like I say, like it's, it's been easily, you know, more than 99% has been just appreciative and, um, yeah, like wishing me well and some of it asking questions and, um, you know, I've had a few messages from quite a few messages actually from people saying that since watching my videos they've booked in for a doctor's appointment or yep. booked in for a colonoscopy and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, when I got that like a first message like that, I, I went and told my wife and I was, I was stoked because it actually – sort of made me feel like maybe I am, you know, making a difference and maybe yeah. I am able to sort of share my journey and um, you know, get some people to take some action.
2: It's that whole thing about like if you could just help one person and all that kind of stuff. But it, it genuinely isn't the I think the amazing thing is you can you can physically see that you're helping people. You can physically see that people are saying, I've I've done this or I've done that. But outside of a diagnosis for people or, or a test I, I think the most powerful thing you said in that very first video was if you, if you know someone in your family or your, your, your community who mm. has cancer and you, you you don't know how to ask them the question isn't it weird? that we're willing and able to ask a stranger and we might actually get the answer. Like, I'll be honest with you, mate. My, my I, I, There's people in my family who've been diagnosed with things and I, I don't even know what to say. We just, you send love and support. Um, but there's some yeah. stuff that you've done, like for example, and it's specific to your cancer, but you've talked about, you know, what is stage one, two, three, and four? Like, what's the difference? And I'm like, well, that's, that's wild because I'd <laughs> never, I'd never known that. You know, there's words that get used by people that we don't know the answer to and you feel like an idiot asking. And so you've actually created this openness to the conversation about cancer, haven't you?
5: Yeah, 100%. And I would say probably... Close to fifty percent of the messages I get are from family members or friends of people with cancer, not specifically, you know, the person or the patient that's actually been diagnosed. Mm. Um, and same thing, just asking questions on, you know, how how can I help my friend who's who's just been diagnosed? Like, what are some tips? You know, like, mm. can I cook them dinner or mow their lawn or something like that? Which is both great great ideas, <laughs> um, but just things like that because. I mean, prior to my diagnosis, I knew absolutely nothing about bowel cancer. Like Mm -hmm. I was like most people probably thinking, you know, it's an older person's disease. I don't have to worry about that for, you know, at least another 30 30 years or so. Um, But uh, like, obviously since diagnosis and and joining a few communities and all that sort of stuff, I've realized how sort of common it is. And also how, like, when you first get diagnosed, you just get flooded with so much information but you don't know what like you've still got so many questions so um like you know throughout my journey like obviously I've uh you know been through the ringer a little bit and you know done a fair few things and yeah. um you know I've definitely know a lot more about it now than I, than I did previously. So, and, and like, even, you know, along the way, like when I learned something, like I didn't know chemo, there were like lots of different chemos. I thought chemo was chemo. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's, there's different chemos for different cancers and all this sort of stuff. And yeah. So, you know, when I learn something new, I sort of think, well, obviously if I didn't know it, there's probably quite a few people that, that didn't know it as well. So I'll do a short video and, you know, do some, try and do some explanations.
2: <laughs> do, do you try and find, um, I guess a break from what you're going through in this space? Because I struggle, yeah. I struggle to understand how you would when, if you're in the, I guess the height of chemo, which is when it's you know most debilitating for you, most tiring, just, just the worst of it. Um, I'm assuming that the last thing you want to do is look at messages and read comments and all that kind of stuff. Is that the moment where you just, I don't know, go to your burner account and flick through the stupid videos again?
5: <laughs> yeah, I have had a couple of times where um, it is – I wouldn't say it's been too much, but you can just definitely feel it's, it's adding to a bit of strain and stuff like that where yeah. I'll just sort of turn off notifications for, for all the you know, social media apps. Um, maybe even put them in their own little folder or something like that, so that I don't just sort of subconsciously just click on them like like you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes you do. I do, definitely do need a bit of a break. Um, like like you say with with chemo and stuff like that and the fatigue. Um, like you'll even probably see on my account there'll be you know a couple of weeks where I won't post anything, and you know that's just. Just me, sort of, I guess, recovering a little bit and yeah. taking a bit of time to myself, um, which which I've found, you know, more important recently than than ever. You know, taking a bit of time for yourself and and obviously for my wife and stuff, and just sort of hanging out and just being together in the, you know, in the moment a little bit more. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I definitely do take a break, but um, it's always good to, to get back on once I've had a little bit of a break, you know. It, it's get the a weird bit of thing about TikTok though because
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I couldn't tell you when you've taken a break because the algorithm feeds you what what it wants. Like you don't – sometimes you get stuff out of order too. Um, so that that's kind of a fascinating yeah. thing. So um, – it, you know, this has obviously been an overwhelming experience and, and it was a it was a shock for you, the diagnosis, no question. You talked early on yep. about the fact that many doctors probably wouldn't have sent you off for a colonoscopy, let alone, you know, the, getting getting a diagnosis like you've gotten. So in some ways you're very lucky. But what is yeah. – where are you at in the journey now? Um, just give me a health <laughs> update for, for, for Crush because, mate, the thing is I, – and I, I'm sure you get this. I'm sure you feel this through the comments, but it's it's like we and I follow you, but I also see you in the algorithm. But it's like we, we know you. It's like you're a neighbour, and, and you know the neighbours. Your neighbours you don't know, but you know they. You know you know their name maybe, but you don't yeah. speak to them and stuff. That that's how I feel. I feel like you're in the next suburb to me or next street.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, it's um like, especially from the comments and stuff, you definitely feel like there's, there's a, you know, a genuine sort of group of followers that are almost hanging out for the next video and the next update and stuff. Um, You know, there's a lot of, lot of the same people comment a lot of the time and, and, you know, I love that because it feels like I sort of know these people as well, you know? Um, But yeah, so as far as an update goes, um, I've had a, a recent PET scan, Uh, Only last week, so um, obviously the previous PET scan to that, for about three months ago, I um, came back really well. Like it came back really good. Um, I basically was no evidence of disease, so um, the cancer wasn't in my liver or obviously my bowel anymore. So um, that was amazing. Um, Three months on, I've got the most recent scans and there hasn't been any reoccurrence in my bowel or my liver. They have noticed a little spot on my right lung. Um, Now, my oncologist isn't too worried about that at the moment. Um, you're, like you're, it is being, quite small. you're
2: being glass half empty, he's being glass half full from what is, is – I is how I took the last one because that that spot could be yeah. anything from uh from a recovery from COVID to, to anything. So you you kind of Exactly. But but you can't and, and get they, it they did for how long? Because that's the that's the waiting game of this whole thing, isn't it, for you?
5: Yeah, so usually there's three months between scans, um, but this one just because you know there is a spot there and we do want to you know keep a close eye on it, I'll only have to wait eight weeks this time, um, which you know I'm not sure it is a sounds good thing like because it's a very the long scan. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. But in saying that, like going back to the social media after the, the posting the most recent update about the, the little spot on my lung. Mm the comments, there's so many comments basically saying, Oh, this is the same thing that happened to me. Yeah. It was just COVID. Yeah. Oh, it was wow. just a, you know, a bit of an effect. So the amount of reassurance I've got from that, cause I, you know, I, my oncologist can basically say whatever she likes. I don't think she's going to, you know, be too sort of morbid and, you know, just to scare me and stuff like that. So no. I, you know, immediately think, you know, even when she's not, or she, you know, she acts like she's not too worried like maybe I should be a little bit more worried <laughs> but um, sort of like the reassurance that I've got from social media is is incredible so um, I guess that's just a just another bonus.
2: <laughs> Listen you've also adopted the Alpha Tauri shirt in the last video is that, uh, is that something you already <laughs> owned or did you track that down when Daniel signed
5: <laughs> No that was that was basically as soon as Daniel signed I was straight onto the1 f score. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind Yuki. I, I liked Yuki you know, for, for a while. Like, I'm, I'm sort of a blow-in for F1 fan now, uh, like just from Drive to Survive, like yeah. like I'm sure many people are. But I made the uh, mistake of, you know, starting Drive to Survive season one and then buying a shirt for my favourite driver. And then next season he's driving for someone else, so I buy another <laughs> shirt. And by the end of it, you know, finishing all, all five seasons, I think there is, I pretty much own a shirt for every team now. Yeah?
2: Yeah. <laughs> And so what do you, you've done, there's another part to this, which is, and I don't know how it came about or whether it was the social stuff that pushed it, but you have become a massive advocate here and and you've been out, you've done things on on ABC, you've done a lot of stuff where you've been to parliament talking about this. So how did that come about and, and is that not burdensome for you? Uh... I wouldn't say Burnhamson, Burnham. I, I don't, I don't think word. that's a word. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. I said it. I
5: don't think it's a word. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a that's fine that I can't say. Um, but no, like it's it's that's been a massive part of um, sort of the journey. Uh, I think basically the ABC found me through TikTok as well. Um, going to Canberra that was with Bow Cancer Australia. So um, I do a fair bit of work with them, like sort of like quite closely. I know. Quite a few people at the Bow Cancer Australia. Do they um, do they also and... go?
2: Hang on a minute. This guy's like you're a great talker. You're a great communicator. You know, you've got a following. Is that do they? Did they come to you and say, "Missing? Do you mind if we, you know, use you in this sense?" It feels uh... weird to say. that. It was probably
5: more me okay. tagging them in everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, from that, um, yeah, that, like, I mean, they, they do a lot of stuff with basically anyone that's willing, really. Um, like, you can, if you've got bowel cancer, you can sort of upload your story, sort of yeah, thing. Right. And they do a really good job of just, um, like, they're always really active on social media. It might just be reposting other people's stuff, but um, yeah, I'm a really big respect for the, the social media team, which I'm sure is very small because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, is just a, um, you know, like a, um, like a pretty small yeah. sort of, uh, organization. So, um, yeah, I think they do a really good job, but, um, yeah, so, so they contact me a little bit and, you know, ask if I'm happy to do certain videos or something like that, um, just sort of coming up to Bowel Cancer Awareness Month, which was uh, last month and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, they also obviously we the ones that sort of took us to Canberra, me and about 50 other advocates. We went over to Canberra and yeah. spoke to a few politicians just about early onset bowel cancer and how it's increasing quite dramatically and sort of needs, you know, we need to do something about it. So, um, yeah, I think the, the advocacy sort of stuff has really sort of helped... I guess sort of give me something to do because I mean obviously yeah I am fatigued quite a lot but when I'm not fatigued I'm just sitting in the house (laughs) so um you know obviously creating content and videos and stuff like that but um you know making it a part of the advocacy is is um is quite big as well Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's definitely sort of I guess giving me a little bit of a purpose as well so um yeah, it's um, it's something that's been really fun.
2: It's something you should be utterly proud of because you know you're 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 fighting for yourself, but you're also essentially fighting for other people at the same time. And it, the interesting thing is that you know you're talking about early onset, and that's the that's the challenge here. Is bowel cancer is seen as being an old person's thing, right? And I know here's how I, here's yeah. how I know that because I was sent a screening kit. And they don't send them to you until you're 50. And I was, exactly. at the time I was only 40 something and I went, one of my idiot mates oh, wow. has, you know, put my name, you know, because they've just, <laughs> what they've done is they've just signed me up. Right Now here's the thing. Yeah. I did it uh, at the time because yeah. I, I didn't think about the fact that it would, might've been a G up at the time. So I did it and, and, and it was fine. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's interesting because that's the challenge with these things. Colonoscopies, um, you know, uh, stool testing, all that stuff is seen as being for a much older person. But, from what I can say, and let me let me uh, summarize, and then you you pick me up and and tell me what yeah, I yeah. should be saying. But from what I hear <laughs> in 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 your message is, you know what? If you notice something different about your when you go to the toilet, if something's different, um, if something's unusual, then get a test, get a screen, go to a doctor. You got to have these things because you could ignore it, and that could be uh, the problem for for the longer term, right?
5: definitely um so like early onset bowel cancer is is on the rise dramatically i think it's something like it's up 266 percent in the last wow. 30 years or something like that um and like you say everyone you know sort of considers it an old person's disease and the national screening don't get me wrong is it's amazing it's saved countless lives but it does sort of add to the misconception that bowel cancer is an older person's disease. Like if the government isn't worried about it until 50, why should I be worried about it at 31, you know? Um, But that's the thing. I I think it's just raising some awareness and not just with uh, like the community and and with people themselves, but with doctors as well, because um, a lot of the trouble with sort of early onset bowel cancer is a lot of young people just get misdiagnosed. All the time, you know, and and you know, because the the symptoms are, you know, quite similar to something like irritable bowel syndrome or right. hemorrhoids or something like that. So you can be misdiagnosed for months and months on end. Right. So and unfortunately, might, might when it comes of, to cancer, you might
2: see a bit of blood on a toilet paper or something and think that's just hemorrhoids or something or, or whatever it might be. But exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And so that that you're right. The doctors themselves need the awareness as much. Not not to say anything negative about doctors, but these people have full their heads yeah. full of information. They, they need to be aware of the changes that are occurring in society as well, and this is obviously, for whatever reason, one of those things. And um, that advocacy, that conversation might just make one doctor go, you know what, I know it sounds weird, but just as a precaution, let's do this. Exactly.
5: Yeah, so my doctor, like obviously, my, my story is one of complete luck and it's almost uh, an ideal situation, which sounds stupid because I was diagnosed with stage four cancer. But um, like my doctor sent me in basically when I just went to him with a bit of an itchy bum and I was going to the toilet a little bit more frequently than normal. Um, he sent me straight in for a colonoscopy. And I've said before, like I thought at the time that was a fair bit, you know, like quite overkill um, yeah. going in for a colonoscopy for a You're bit right, of an itchy mate. bum. let just take a
2: tablet, expected. champ. What are you talking uh, exactly. about? Exactly.
5: I I fully expected him to go, here's some cream for the itch and, you know, maybe lay off the beers for a week or two and have a salad for lunch, you know. Like it was one of those things that I just thought it was going to be something to do with diet. Um, But, excuse me, um, I've also had friends uh, since my diagnosis go and, you know, ask their doctor to be sent him for a colonoscopy. I've got two friends actually that, in my opinion, had worse symptoms than me, yeah. um, and one of them actually had family history of bowel cancer, uh, and the doctors basically denied them both, and they're both older than me as well. So um, they both both got denied. The one with family history obviously continued to push pretty hard, and and he went in for a colonoscopy and stuff. And the other guy, uh, the doctor actually laughed at him, which I think is uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty that's bad pretty thing
2: for a doctor I, I to hope do. That's no longer his um, doctor
5: yeah I hope so um but like that's the thing as well, because a lot of people are a little bit embarrassed to to go to the doctor you know if you know they've got something different with their bowel habits and stuff you know yeah. they they think that you know get embarrassed talking to the doctor about it, but the doctor doesn't care at all, you know, like it just yeah. just go in there and and talk to them at least but um but yeah for for younger people, that's definitely sort of only half the battle is is sort of acknowledging your own symptoms and then going in and seeing the doctor, you really need to. I guess, advocate for your own health a lot of the time, being a younger person, because like I say, you know, if you're misdiagnosed for months on end, if it's to do with cancer, like months can be pretty important, you know? So, um, and that's the thing with bowel cancer as well. It's it's one of the most treatable cancers. Like if you can catch it early enough in stage one or two, um, a lot of the times you won't even have to do chemotherapy. It's just a good, quick surgery, um, the same as what I've had. Uh, but but that's basically it. And then obviously you're monitored quite closely. Yeah. But I think like the survival rates of stage one and two bowel cancer is just close to 99%, you know? Wow. So um, if you can catch it early enough, it's it's fine. Obviously when you get to stage three and four, it's a little bit harder. Um, and, you know, the survival rates do, do drop quite a lot there, but um, you know, that's, that's the, the important thing about if you've got symptoms, just go and get checked out. Don't delay. There's no benefit in, delaying going to see your doctor like there's no benefit at all (laughs) so just go and see your doctor if you've got sort of any any of the uh the the main symptoms which you know like you say could be you know blood in your uh blood in your stool obviously change your bowel habits if you you know a bit more diarrhea or constipated or something or you're going more often which in my case um, you know, if you've got it, sort of any abdominal sort of pain yeah. or um, lumps, even even just fatigue, which, I mean, I don't think you're going to the doctor expecting bowel cancer if you're just going in with fatigue. But if, you you know, you're tired a lot of the time on top of some of these other symptoms, it's, it's – um, yeah, it's really important to go and get checked. That's, that's pretty much <laughs> my message is go and get checked.
2: <laughs> now, I assume your wife has been just a crazy, unbelievable rock here and through this whole process, oh. uh, and she's put up with the videos, I assume.
5: yeah yeah um yeah no she's been incredible uh like the whole way through i think yeah if it wasn't for her that my journey would be completely different i probably wouldn't be doing anything on social media i'd just be sort of uh i don't feeling sorry for myself somewhere but um no she's been incredible the whole way you know going to all my appointments and surgeries and all this sort of stuff whilst also trying to live a, like a fairly normal life. Like she's still working full time. She's still, you know, got normal life things to do yeah. <laughs> um, on top of obviously, uh, yeah, me having cancer. So um, yeah, no, I can't say enough about how, how um she's going and she obviously, you know, likes and shares all my videos as well. So that's a good thing. <laughs>
2: Just, just hit, like, hit like, love, just once. You know. it. I'm,
5: I'm I making... hear her sometimes, she scrolls past it, and I no. say, what are you
2: doing? <laughs> I, See, she said, oh, I've already seen it on a different platform. Oh, I was, that doesn't sure matter. sure you did, what sure you did. I need the full view. I say that to my wife, here I am making stupid videos about gadgets. Mate, I, I, I genuinely think that you make more than a difference than you know. I think that the the your your method of communication is, is phenomenal. You're a great communicator, and I think that that's the best thing for your advocacy because you know you've seen people make videos that are just not very good. Um, you know, you're, very, you're very good at it, mate, and I think well, that that helps as weird as that, as weird as that is a compliment for a bloke that's um, suffering with bowel <laughs> cancer. But mate, I'm 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 glad you've you've had some some good, and I hope that the. The little things that are happening for you now turn out to be okay and I hope the long run is is a strong and prosperous future for you. Um, and Thank you very much. Uh, at the very least, I think you've got a, a strong future in social media, whatever you end up doing. <laughs> you've, you've known, Not where I thought I'd be no, exactly. <laughs> 12 <Exactly>. months ago. <laughs> But, mate, um, m- yeah. much love and support from, from over this side of the country. I know you're in Perth, but uh, as I said, it yes. feels to me like you're a, you're a neighbour in the next street and, and I hope that, uh, that you feel that love from around the country and maybe around the world. And um, I, I wish you all the best. And I, I congratulate you on the work that you're doing for all of us because in the end, that's what you're doing. You're making us all think and you're hopefully changing other people's lives at the same time.
5: Thank you very much, Ben. I appreciate that. That's, um, yeah, nice, warm and fussy.
2: <laughs> that's, that's how we roll. And look, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll fade Jake for a minute because I'll, I'll talk and he won't interject. But he also does have a GoFundMe page, which, you know what, I, I, I can't imagine what you're having to deal with at home with your wife having to work and you're having to battle this. So every little bit, I guess, goes somewhere. And, and that, if it just helps you spend the time, advocating then that's a good thing so if you just search for Crush's fight against stage four bowel cancer and it's linked in his link because he's gone on all social media and create a Linktree account and all that stuff on his uh, tiktok page but uh crush bag is the is the tiktok that i follow i'm sure it's on instagram as well but mate um it sounds weird just to, to say anything um positive and congratulatory but i i you're to credit to you what you've been able to do and i and i wish you all the best with your health and and, and your family
5: Thank you very much, Trevor. Like I say, um, yeah, any anything I can do to raise awareness, is uh, is a bonus for me, and and I really appreciate you having me on, and and sort of, I guess, letting me speak to your listeners. I think you know your demographic of of listener, I might be wrong, but um, is is probably a lot similar to myself. So, That's it. Um, yeah it's uh it's really important that that sort of the younger people and well everyone really not just younger people go and get checked out and um yeah like i say i really appreciate you having me on and, and letting me uh sort of ramble on about bowel cancer and um and spread some awareness it's um yeah it's awesome thank you absolutely
2: very much absolutely anytime mate thank you Onwards with the show. Um, you can find all that info on Jake's TikTok crush bag. Uh, anyway, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, uh, eftm.com, click Ask Trev. Stefan's on the line. G'day, Steph. Hey, Trev, How game you going? Real good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, I'm looking
3: to get a robot vacuum cleaner. Yep. Preferably one that, uh, that can do some mopping as well. Got some floorboards that... Yep. Um, yeah, w- would be good to do that. So yeah, looking for something that can, um, something in the sort of $500 to $1,000 range, Okay. Probably.
2: So here's but the no, thing: I,
3: no idea if that does something
2: good or not. No, no, 100%. So I think that it, it is um, uh, what you get is what you pay for kind of situation with robot vacuums, probably more than any other product, um, because it's very, uh, it's not even subjective. It's 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 objective. Like headphones. Some people might think a fifty dollars head of headphones sound bloody amazing. It's subjective, right? But with a with a robot vacuum, let's keep it like real simple. If you think about the the capabilities, a mop can be there's two types of mop now on a robot vacuum. There's one that drags along the floor, and then there's one that actually physically spins and, and essentially not scrubs, but you know, there's there's a mechanism of movement on the back of the vacuum that, that does the mopping. So to get yeah. that level of mopping, you're gonna to need to spend twelve hundred and ninety nine dollars, okay? So that's just for perspective. Yeah. If you if you were to spend a thousand, you will get a, a vacuum. And I'm I'm using the EcoVax range as a guide here because that's what I've got at home. Um, the EcoVax yeah. have a thousand dollar one, one that, that comes back to a base station and empties itself out. So it empties a dustbin. Uh, the mopping pad is is a is a thing you rip off. And I think on that one, it's one that you you simply throw away and it's it's replaceable. Um, there's washable ones as well on some, so that's your kind of thousand dollar price point. Forget the base station, so it doesn't you know empty itself out. For 500 bucks, you'll definitely get um, a robot vacuum that is able to mop um, in 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 a dragging sense. And it's uh, I'm looking at on JB Hi-Fi. I'm looking at the T8 EcoVacs T8. I've had this before. Yeah great device. You know, it's just dragging the mop along the hard floors. And when you take that mopping mechanism off, it then also goes to the carpeted areas. So it it can do both, but it can only, when the mop's attached, it'll only go on the hard floors. It won't go near the carpet because it Uh, maps your home. It learns what's what's what, and then from then on it it does what you need it to do. Um, I I personally think the Ecovacs – Range is is phenomenal. Um, The Eufy is the other one that I've tried recently. E U F Y. They they're very big at at JB Hi-Fi. They have pretty much like for like products to Ecovacs. Um, Again, you're talking over a thousand bucks for the one that's going to do the scrubbing of the floors. You're talking five or six hundred for your for your basic mopping vacuum. So, mate, if I was you, I wouldn't go further than five hundred dollars because Frankly, if it's your first one, it's the, it's the gateway drug, right? Once you've had this for a year or two, you'll be like, you know what? We got to take this to the next level, and that's when you'll give that to someone else in your family, and you'll you'll upgrade and go full on into it.
3: Yeah, I, I think I saw the T8 on JB's website. Is that the one that's there? Is Half
2: price at the moment. I'm pretty sure that uh, as I just scrolled model. past it, it was like a ridiculous price. Yeah, it's normally nine nine nine, and it's currently four nine nine. Like seriously, I'd be snapping that puppy up. Yeah, yeah, great.
3: I, I did see that. Wasn't sure if um, it'll be run out. It'll be last year's model. The mopping,
2: basically. It's yeah, there's it's
3: no just, no huge difference between man. the old and the new. Model. Honestly, like
2: they get a bit smarter. They get but in 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 reality, I, I still don't send mine out when the place is a mess. I'm still tidying up before it goes out and then it does its thing. So mate, you'll love it. I, I'm pretty confident the T H is probably the best one you could buy today. Yeah,
3: awesome.
2: Yeah, great. It's a good price too. Yeah, great price. Great price. All right, well enjoy. Happy great. robot. You got the mate, mate, the biggest problem is finding a name for it. Because you gotta name your robot. Well
1: you know.
3: Well, our, uh, we did ask our seven-year-old daughter, mm. and she she thinks uh, Vanessa the vacuum is Ooh. what it's going to get
2: called. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Very good. It just becomes part of the family then because then you can say to your daughter, you can say, listen, can we just tidy up the floor? Vanessa's going to go out while we're at school or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It actually becomes part of the conversation, so it's a very good way to do it. Yeah, cool. All right, mate. Enjoy. Good luck. Awesome. Brilliant. Thanks, Jeff. Cheers, mate. Anytime. No worries at all. Um, yeah, and that's like the thing I'm comparing that to is the uh, T20 that I've I've had recently, which, yeah, it mops and scrubs, but it then lifts the mop when it's on carpet. You're talking 1700 bucks? Now, Stefan is not in the market for that right now. I think that in a year, Stefan will be in the market for that because he'll realize how good these things are. Anyway, uh, if you've got a tech question, you want to buy something, get in touch, EFTM.com. EFTM, you're listening to the EFTM podcast.
0: EFTM.
2: You got a tech question, you need some help with technology, or you want to buy something cool and new, want some advice, go to EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. Trevor Long taking your
0: calls. G'day, Jill. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Really well. What can I do for you? Well, I just, there's all this stuff that's that's great digitally Mm. and that's fabulous if you're in the city, but you don't have to go very far out for it to all fall down in pieces. (laughs) I mean, there are places around here, less than 100 miles or 150k from Melbourne, where you can't use your mobile phone, Mm. where... Um, you try to log on for data and it goes, no, sorry, sorry, we're a bit busy here, um, and it's like you're falling off the world a bit. Mm. What M- what, mind what you, sort I've of lit- phone do you have? Um, I have an old phone. Mm. It's a, 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 a Samsung 8, I think.
2: Okay.
0: Well, Samsung Galaxy and, and, S8
2: definitely has four. I was just wondering whether it might just be 3G, but it's, you've got 4G. There's no doubt about that.
0: Oh, yeah, and 4G arrived here relatively recently, but okay. I think I was actually getting better reception from 3G. Yeah. Which is a bit bizarre. But but things fall off all the time, and it's worse when there's an emergency like the, the fires or, mm. or floods because when a lot of people go onto the net in the city, mm. I think it cuts out here altogether.
2: Really? Uh, I mean, I feel if- it. I feel how that would, would be the perception, but – I'll tell you, I don't think it's the case because well, the way the networks work is if you think of uh, if you think of every tower as the you know the, the end of a spoke, and then every tower yeah. has has what they call a backlink that has a backhaul, uh, a cable or a satellite that right. connects it to the internet and or, or to Telstra's network. In the case we're talking about Telstra, yeah. Uh
0: yeah, that's really all that and, works here.
2: And so when you. Um, the problem is what you probably have in the middle of nowhere where you are is is very, very low capacity tower. And when, when just a few extra people get on it out your way, it's it's exhausting itself. Um, ah, that and, makes sense. And, and so like the, the tower they put up at the MCG probably very different than the one they put up near you, right? They go, oh, yeah. oh, at the MCG, we need to be able to cope with, you know, 2,000 people at a time doing this. And where you are, they probably go. You know what? If there's, if it copes with twenty, we're we're doing okay. You can you imagine that? Um, and I, I, that, I that's get that, but I also. Why.
0: But if you're, if you're in an emergency like there was a bushfire oh, totally. burning at emergency level, yeah, it took. I watched the Vic Emergency Act spin for eight minutes.
2: Mm. Now, in that situation, uh, help me out. Are you at home? Like, have you got internet yes. at home as
0: well? Oh no 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 I did have I did have when I got here in 2007 wow. and I had it all the way until about 3 years ago and I ordered it and I paid for it but I still don't have it I don't have home internet at all Wow there's no yeah I did I did for many years So but I don't now
2: Let me let me let me give you an example of why I think that's the thing that you should be focusing on Um because right. because internet connectivity uh now obviously it's dependent on a lot of things you're still going to have power um and you know whatever network you use and and that goes out a lot here so but you know there's obviously there's generators and things so let's just play around with the concept of if you had internet there's a couple of things that would be solved firstly your you know the vic fires app or whatever it might be um will be better because you're not relying on the mobile network which is overwhelmed by people on it um And the other thing is when you have little or no mobile coverage, your mobile phone, although probably not your existing one, you may need to upgrade, um, will use the Wi-Fi to make and take calls. Right. There's no Wi-Fi here though. No, but what I'm suggesting is that you get that because it would be a game changer for you. If you had Wi-Fi at your house, then you would have connectivity. Your mobile phone would always work. Because the calls will come through the Wi-Fi. Essentially, it's a very intelligent little thing that it's called Wi-Fi calling. And then anything yeah, you do yeah, on yeah, your yeah, no, on, I
0: understand
2: that. Anything you do on your smartphone, you know, the Vic Fire's app or loading the ABC or whatever it might be, will come via your internet as opposed to via the mobile internet. And therefore, you're putting less pressure on the mobile tower, which is probably already overwhelmed.
0: Now, but. But the power goes out as soon as there's an emergency. Yep. Nine times out of ten, the power's out. So that really isn't an option. And I don't have a generator. I can't afford a generator. Yeah. I'm on a pension. Um, so it's it just gets more bizarre. The yeah. people who really need it get the worst service.
2: Oh, I thought that from um, – listen, I thought that from, you know, the NBN – like let's not get into an NBN debate. But the M B N, the idea of the NBN was to give every single person – the same amazing internet, right now you may it's, still yeah. not have been on the fibre list. You might have been on the satellite list. I don't know, but it was then yes, satellite
0: list.
2: It was then downgraded to be not the case. And the thing is, internet's better in the city because there's competition. There's telcos, da da da. But in the in the country areas, it's still pretty much just the MBN. Now there is competition now because Elon but there's Musk, no MBN.
0: There well, is
2: no MBN. I, I <laughs> here's what I need you to do. I need you to ring someone other than Telstra, because. That's outright – See Telstra don't sell satellite NBN. No 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 and I can't
0: afford it it's over 100 bucks a month. Then and I and can't I can't justify that.
2: Understand that. And and I think the thing is if you were to ring Aussie Broadband for example um how much do you pay for your mobile phone every month? Uh
0: not very much because I had so much. What do you think it is though? Just darn. give me give me a number. What do
2: you think it is? Ten bucks.
0: Okay, and and that's with Telstra.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, this this comes down to choice. But I'm pretty sure Aussie Broadband sell NBN satellite for less than a hundred dollars. And I
0: they- I looked it up. I looked up everywhere, mm. and because there is no NBN cable. No, no satellite. It is only it is only satellite. Yep. And even the one that's set up for people in the bush, muster or whatever it's called, SkyMaster. Yep. Yeah, Skymaster. It's it's over a hundred bucks, and I I can't justify that apart from the fact that the one of the reasons, I I, I mean I've used technology since the eighties. My brother uh, designed the the thing that put uh, the census on CD-ROM, so mm. I've got an insight into tech. I know a lot more about it than I ever wanted to, because he used <laughs> to explain things to me. Um, so so I understand all that. I know how it all works.
2: But- let but, me tell you this. IINET, who who um, yeah, a very big who telco, I was
0: with when I got here
2: that they have, they sell they sell NBN satellite for sixty five dollars a month.
0: That's still too much.
2: Well, you're never gonna get internet then, because that's really? what internet costs. And yet
0: you see yeah. And yet it didn't always, and there's no point paying that. Out here, because one, I don't use it enough, and two, two, I don't use it because I buggered my hands, the nerves in my arms through keyboard overuse. Yeah. Um, and third, I'm really suss about some parts of the new tech because it 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 sets off my pacemaker. Yeah.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, Jill, I don't know how you really I don't know how you avoid the scenario. Telstra's is not going to invest anything major in 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 your area. But good news. Let me give you a piece of good news then. Right. And yep. it's it's a future future looking thing. But in I'm gonna say three years from now at the most, you're gonna be able to get a new mobile phone. So when you're in that one you get hang on to the one you've got, let it let it last as long as you can. But a new mobile phone will receive calls and send texts via satellite wherever you are. So as long as long as you can see the sky and you're not too um, inundated by trees, you'll be able to make calls. I am <laughs> No, but you'll be able to <sighs> – like seriously, if you're in an emergency, you'll be able to get to a clearing and make a call. Is what I'm saying, right? Yeah, that technology is coming. That that's that's what the future holds for you because everything else is is going to stay the way it is until that technology comes. That that would be where I th- I think it sits for you.
0: Ah, right? it's bizarre. Though. It is really well, it's quite not really. Bizarre because- you you live in the middle
2: of nowhere, you know, which which is d- you know a difficult thing for. Uh, you know, we can't Telstra can't put a tower on every corner.
0: Oh no, I get that. But but the thing is, while they're not putting a, a tower on every corner, they're letting all the old infrastructure fall to pieces. Like the the home phone doesn't work half the time because because it's the termites have had a go at the lines, or or it's rained, yeah. um, and it just. Uh, what really gets me is that in two thousand and seven, two thousand and nine, I had much better check services yeah, yeah. Yeah. that I'm yeah. doing now.
2: That's wild. It's,
0: it's ridiculous. It's, it's it's bizarre. Well, but
2: we anyway, can't solve I... it here Jill, but hopefully the future holds good things for your uh, your mobile and uh, and other internet telecommunications. That's all I can that's all I can give you is a glimpse into the future.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, Well, I might might have to look up IInet again. I as I said Get I was out,
2: with them. Have a little I... look. Have a little look. You never know. It might it might in some way and it's no lock-in contract as well, so it might be worth, you know. At least playing around with for a little while and, um, and yeah, see what happens.
0: I'll have a look. Thank you. Very Good on you, much Jill. Help. No worries at all. It.
2: Good on you. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, whew, okay. Good times. Look, tell me if I sounded frustrated, but I think I sounded frustrated. It's one of those ones where, yeah, I see both sides, right? She's frustrated and I give her the answers, but the answers cost money and she doesn't have the money. I get it totally understand that. But then I totally also understand the fact that why is it worse now than it was 10 years ago? It's kind of it's kind of wild. And that it comes down to the change from 3G to 4G and then 5G because they're different technologies. The way they beam out the, their signal is different. It lands differently. You just have to be 50 meters to the side of a valley that, you know, whatever for that, you know, certain um, spectrum to just not drop there. That's the way it is. And look, just to be clear, I know what suburb Jill lives in. I'm looking at it on a map. She's in the middle of nowhere. Okay, she may not think it is, but it is. Put it, put it put it to you this way: when her suburb comes up on Google Maps, you know they put a, a square around it and they show you where it is. There's six streets over the, I don't know how many kilometer range. It's probably ten kilometer by ten kilometer suburb, and there's six roads and At least three of them are arterials from one place to another. Uh, And there's not a single, think about this from Google, there's not a single yellow road that goes through her town. Now, does that mean she shouldn't have internet? Absolutely not. Is internet available? Yes, it is. Is it affordable? That's a person-by-person decision. It's tough. Uh, There's no correct and simple answer to that. Anyway, I'm just trying to count the number of houses I can count in her township it's less than 40 um, so it's a bigger town than my mum lives in <laughs> anyway we try and help some <laughs> all right Jake's story still uh, yeah still sitting with me um, you just got to admire his his push not passion it's 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 drive do you know what I mean it's just his willingness to share I gotta tell you if anything like that happens to me I'll be under a rock I'm I'm confident I'll just be hidden under a rock I, I yeah I have huge respect for him raising awareness in the midst of a massive fight I've just donated some money to his GoFundMe and I would appreciate you doing the same five bucks doesn't doesn't matter how much because I think – here's the thing. I, and, you know, Jake didn't ask me to push the GoFundMe, let me be clear. That's why I faded him down, didn't let him talk while I did. But he, he started that a while ago and I think he said at some point, like I've just had so many questions I, I thought I, I should. And he also said, you know what, it's, it's tough. He's at home. He's, you know, um, he, he says I'm, I'm in a better position than most. I'm reading the GoFundMe. Private health covers most of the things but – you know, there's always bills. There's a bill with every chemo session, every doctor's appointment, <clears throat> every surgery. There's always a bill. And um, the the one, he did an update, in this is in February, and just said, uh, what do I do to keep busy? And he, he listed his schedule for the first three weeks of February, which included 13 doctor's appointments, an ultrasound, a colonoscopy, a chemotherapy, blood tests, like and one surgery. I mean, wow. So, yeah, here's the thing. So what I'm, what I was getting at was, he got a lot of donations. He, I think he set a goal of twenty grand. He's got eighteen thousand seven hundred. Um, he, he's had a lot of donations at a point when he probably when he launched it about five months ago, and so there's a five month gap between a, a generous donation from someone called um, Tasman or Kyle, and then my donation. Let's give him a few more. Doesn't have to be anywhere near the money anyone else has given. It can be just five bucks, but if If Jake sees several, look, I'd love there to be hundreds, but if he sees 10 people, donate now. He'll know it's because of this. Now, that's somewhat my ego in work, but it's more about him understanding that he has the ability to communicate and he should keep doing it if if he feels up to it because I think it's important. I think he's doing an amazing thing. So once again, huge thanks to Jake. For coming on um we've talked about it for a month or so it's just been i've been away he's been having chemo and different things so of course it's not been easy but um i've genuinely followed his journey all the way and i don't know i just i'm still you know taking a back bite i'm still thinking could be anyone could be you could be me so keep an eye on things and uh advocate for yourself at the doctor so yeah Go to, um, I'll put a link on eftm.com in the podcast article. But also if you just search for Crushbag Bag or Jake Usher on TikTok, you'll see his link tree, which is linktr.ee slash crush bag. And that gives you links to everything he, he advocates for and does as well as the GoFundMe page. So yeah, um, thanks for listening. Appreciate your support. Appreciate you listening. Let's do it again next week. We got a uh, we got 3 or 4 more weeks here in Australia before we head off to Berlin for IFA. So uh, hit me up with questions folks. Look forward to talking to you soon. It might sound crazy I'm about to
0: say.